Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma. It is so wonderful to be here with you. It's early. Uh, Phoenix is ready for school and she is now taking the reins of like the organization of the mornings. She's done this all on her own and it's really exciting that she's just kind of coming into her own maturity with, with life in general. So Phoenix has requested, I speak about the frequency of shapes today. And <clears throat> I know this was something that she brought in so there's validity to it <laughs> so I had to put in a question but as she was speaking I could see that it has to do with the frequency of like shapes being symbols and objects and but symbolism and and yeah I guess it was shapes and I have had a strong feeling about this most of my life because I've noticed how it's come up so it's shapes are very powerful. Notice in your life the shapes that draw your your attention, the shapes that make you feel comfortable, the shapes that scare you, the shapes that you find are showing up and they're odd, like they show up in your jewelry or they show up in um, where your attention's drawn. For myself, it was the spiral. For a long time, I noticed the spiral showed up and it just it gave me this feeling of like ease and um and balancedness and i really loved it and i would bring it into my drawings now there were other shapes that came into play too that it was fascinating to me because i have no idea what they mean all i know is that when i was in in high school and i drew on my spiral notebooks on the back of them i would make these shapes and they were like psh, any kind of angular shape. So when I say like diamond shapes, squares, rectangles, polygrams, uh, just like that, I would fit them together so that there was room between them. And then I would shade these shapes in different ways so that maybe some had crosshatch going one way, some had crosshatch going another way, maybe some were totally filled in, maybe some were up and down lines. Uh, I would do different ways of shading them. And it was all of this was done with a pencil or a black pen. Now, this was something I was drawn to do. It was like, I just thought it was doodling, but it was it would it would fill whole like covers. It would fill the whole covers, and I would be fascinated with the energy of the drawing. You know, like I I didn't even think of it as energy, but it would just feel good, and it would look so cool and. I just loved the final pro, you know, product, and I enjoyed looking at these any time. It wasn't like I looked and thought it was silly, but I always liked it. Now, move forward a few years to when I started college, and during my first year of college, I went home to visit my family, and my mom showed me the stained glass she was doing, and she um, she took a little class. And she showed me what she was making. 
and it was really cool. And there were those shapes because my mom was working with scrap glass. So here were these shapes that I was working with and I was drawn to them. Broken shards of glass. It's like, and they were colored glass, which I love color. And I just found myself just completely enthralled with these pieces of glass. So much like my mom immediately showed me what to do with them and I started making a stained glass. Now, it took me a while, like a year or two, maybe maybe even three years. No, two years maybe. I was downstairs cleaning in the basement with my brother and we were going through boxes of old stuff and my stuff was down there from my bedroom that I had when I was a teenager. And I came across the notebooks with these covers and I was shocked because by now I had made a few stained glass pieces with scrap glass, all with scrap glass, all with broken shards. And I saw this book and I was just completely taken with how it resembled so much the stained glass I was doing. Now, I don't know how all of that fits together. I don't know if doing that on the notebook manifested the art into my life. I don't, I don't know. I honestly don't know, but what I do know is that my affinity for those shapes showed up again, showed up again. And I love puzzles and I, it just had this puzzle-esque kind of feel, but it was always those angular shapes, which I would not have in a million years said, oh yeah, I love sharp angles. I love points. I would have never, ever said that. We are having so much releasing this morning. If you've never been here before, I mentioned crying, releasing, yawning, releasing, screaming, releasing, all of these ways we release, going to the bathroom, releasing, sweating, releasing. Your yawning is a big one and you'll see your animals do it too and dogs do it and dogs do it so beautifully because dogs do it when they have to shake something off of them. Maybe they got scared or stressed. Um, they were in a stressful moment. They will yawn to release it. This is what we do. So Phoenix had a point like that maybe people don't recognize how important shapes are to them. And um, so I just, I just thought, wow, you know, we could take a look at that, what shapes are reoccurring. And, and it's not something you hunt for to find out. It's something you open to and become aware of. This is how we do it. We just become aware of it. And then like, this is what's great about <clears throat> doodling and doing just art that's expressing self, um, mandala art, you know, uh, what we'd call it, like art therapy type stuff where you just come up with a saying or emotion and you just draw it out because these things show up in those ways. When art is contrived, we do not have these things show up because these things are coming up from our unconscious. So... Phoenix's point was the frequency of. Now, that's what's really interesting because everything has frequency, everything. And color has frequency, words have frequency, objects have frequency, um, nature has frequency, people have frequency, everything. I honestly don't know what all I'm releasing today. My body feels different. I woke up. <laughs> but something is different today. I feel different. I look different in the mirror. Anyway, 
all beside the point. I guess this is the world we live in is a world that is so sensitive to the shifts in our own frequency that everything shifts with it. Like our bodies shift with that. It's really wonderful. Mm, I'm just stretching out my shoulder blades real quick. <laughs> Maybe I got a new body last night. Mm, isn't that cool? So the frequency of shapes. So shapes matter. Um, in fashion, they talk about the silhouette shape, the shape of the silhouette. That matters. They talk about it when they design cars, the shape of the car. It's They hire artists and and designers because the shape is just as important as how well the car works. So this is showing up in many, many places in our in our lives. The shape uh, that we cut the food up, it tastes the same. A carrot, whether you slice it, you, um, you, I don't know what the term is, but you long strips or you spiral it, it's all the same flavor. So why does it matter that it's different shapes? Frequency matters. And those who are masters or explorers or artisans of these different areas, they know this. And so they want to bring... What the heck, right? So much releasing. Those people who are the masters and artisans of those things, they want to bring out the shape, the frequency that best suits this now moment that they're creating it. And we can do that too. We can do it with whatever we are in. Become aware today of the shapes around you. Become aware of the shapes of sound. The shapes, you know, there was this um, movie by Disney. Gosh darn it, I'm not going to remember the name of it. It wasn't my favorite film by far. It was like a philharmonic or something doing music. And then there was these little skits and these almost like dreamlike sequences that came out of it. And often shapes, shapes were performed by the music. So there is that combination of noise frequency with shape frequency. And when we have things that are not a match in a big way, like they're far away from each other frequency-wise, that's when we experience disharmony. <laughs> disharmony. I, I love this because it reminds me either if I'm not happy, then I know my frequency is very low and this disharmony is an invitation to raise my frequency. If I am uh, in a higher frequency, and I'm fully aware of this because I'm feeling happy and blissful, and then I feel disharmony, then I know that my invitation is to expand my heart energy to transmute that or to move somewhere else. Those are my options. Those are my options in that moment right now. Like Maybe there are more options and I haven't explored them yet. I mean, obviously, I could lower my frequency. That's another option. I don't consider it much of an option today, though. Uh, when I have my frequency high, I really, truly enjoy that. And if I lower my frequency, I like to think it's so that, and this would be the only reason I would want to lower my frequency, I'd like to think that it was so that I could re-experience some unreleased trauma from who knows when, so that it can then be released and take it with me into the higher frequency. Sometimes we have to go digging. Sometimes it's going back into that anger frequency that we can re-experience that trauma we have not yet released. 
So these are all possibilities. And the, the idea is that regardless of where you're at, have some gratitude for it and appreciate it. Regardless of whether it's high, low, whatever, you know, have some appreciation for it. Maybe take a pen today and just start to doodle and see what comes up in your doodles. See if anything comes up. It's so funny because some people are drawn to leaves and you're not even thinking that the leaf is a shape, but it is a shape. There is a shape there with the leaf. Uh, so how do you, how does that show up in your life in different ways? You know, once um, I was playing with a Rubik's Cube and the Rubik's Cube shape became very like forward in my mind. So much so that everywhere around me, I began to see the nine block Rubik's. I would see it in people's faces. I would see it in cars, in grids, in parking lots, and the way things were put on a shelf. I would see it everywhere. So why not just start to bring some attention and consciousness towards the shapes that make you feel good and the shapes that don't make you feel good, the shapes that, you know, that repel you. You know, and you may begin to notice that um, sometimes it's not a person repelling you. Maybe it's a shape. Maybe it's not the actual car repelling you. Maybe it's the shape of the car. There is a car that repels me. It's the um, El Camino. (laughs) Ah, when I see it, I just, I feel such a repulsion to that vehicle. I, I just, and then I make up reasons like, well, can it make up in its mind? Is it a car? Is it a truck? You know, like I make up things. I've never ridden in one that I'm aware of. Um, I don't know anyone who owns one. And yet that is my experience when I see those cars in a version. So it might be interesting to find out if the aversion has other attributes. You know, maybe there's a shape involved. Maybe there is a color. Maybe they're commonly a certain color. But uh, it is interesting. More releasing. What is it? So I'm going to embrace my releasing for today and invite it to to share with me what wants to be released. And I'm going to take more notice of the shapes around me today and the shapes I'm drawn to draw and the shapes that attract me and the shapes that repel me. I'm going to do all of that and I invite you to do it also. Mm, Wonderful. Have a great day. I love you so much. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.